3: And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. You know, there's a catfight going on in Congress. I don't know if you've been watching this or not. It's It's kind of humorous, but at the same time, it's really rather disgusting that this is how our nation is being run. Like, it's just a big joke. But it's been obvious from... The get-go in 2018, when the sweetheart Democrats took the power of the House, that Pelosi's life would never, ever be the same again. She has a little trouble controlling children. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. But it's almost like when uh, King David's son decided he was going to take charge. I mean, it's a mess. At the very beginning, the outspoken, overconfident freshman females have made the news with their hate speech. I love that when they have their hate speech because it's all about you being hateful. <laughs> it just cracks me up. At the same time, makes me very angry at them. But these women, what they lack in common sense, they make up for with their raging self-esteem because they have got it. I mean, they have no inhibitions. Of course... It's more important to be morally right than it is to be factually accurate. That is a quote from Alexandria Casio cortez if you'll remember that. I wonder if their districts knew exactly how they were going to govern when they elected them. From what I hear, Alexandria Casio cortezs popularity has been going down. I think they're a little tired of her big mouth. Of her. She just spews whatever's on her mind, and it's usually not good. They chose on the night of the State of the Union address to wear white. All the women in Congress wore white, not just these freshmen, but all the women. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the one who put that memo out, and they all obliged. They all went out and bought new outfits, you know. (laughs) So they're wearing their white. But their white didn't stand. For purity. It didn't stand for honesty. It didn't stand for integrity. It was about power to the women, not to the people, not to Congress, just to the women. They were pointing at themselves, which is always despicable to me. They were pointing at themselves, not at how this nation has progressed. Now, think about it. They hate this nation, and if it was all that they say it is, if it was as bad as they claim it is, that we are racist, that we are, you know, uh, against the sexes, we are against this, We are well, then they would not be there wearing their white dresses and suits. They would not be in the positions they are in, and they would not be in front of the cameras day in and day out telling us how horrible things are as a female i truly am ashamed of them they do not represent me as a female now i'm i just i like to dress up i like to get my hair done i like to get my nails done i like to dress up and look nice but When I'm living my life as normal, it isn't about me. It's about those you represent. It's about those you take care of. Mothers, you know that. You're raising all those kiddos. You give up stuff so that they can have stuff. Maybe the last piece of pie there. Yeah, I'm not really hungry for pie. Somebody else can have it. You know, it isn't about you. It's about everyone. But these women, it's all about them. And it always has been. I, I told you many years ago that I had I had seen, um, and that was when I was watching Good Morning America, but I quit that. I got off of that horse a long time ago. But they had a panel there of these women that had been elected, and Hillary Clinton was one of them. All the women who had just been elected to some position, either Congress or a senator or house of representative or, or maybe even a governor I don't know there was a panel of I don't know 10 or 12 of them it was all about them it wasn't about this nation it was all about them and what they have done with their accomplishments it wasn't about this nation that bothers me I don't know if it bothers you or not now the men are not a whole lot different but they're not wearing white dresses and pointing to themselves. Me, 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 me. Mine, 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 mine. (laughs) They make me ashamed. They make me kind of question the female vote in this nation. I'm just kidding. You know I am. But look what they say and do. Nancy Pelosi, she hates the president. She hates him so bad. And these freshmen are trying to talk her into impeaching him. They're trying to talk her into this and into that. And it's all political. You know it is. But their hate speech goes on and on and on. And when they're claiming the hate of someone else, like, say, the president, or anybody who's a Christian, or anybody who's a conservative... Their hate speech toward you, claiming that you hate everyone, is so obvious to me that they're the ones who hate. But Pelosi goes on a rant. Like I said, they just say whatever falls out of their mouths. They don't stop and think about it. And she says the president wants to make America white again. Really? There they go again. Now, it's an insult to any person of color. It's an insult to everyone, every, both genders. I don't think there's much more than two. That she would think that it didn't take all of us to make America great. That we have citizens of every shape, size, and color. And yet she would say the president wants to make America white again. There can't be anything farther from the truth than that statement. Yet she got away with it. Didn't she? Well, as far as the press is concerned, but not here. She's not going to get away with it. I've said many times I'm like the melting pot. I'm French, Irish, Scotch, Indian, English, and German running through my veins. I think my ancestors came over here on a boat. Well, I guess everybody's dead. <laughs> Mine came over on the Mayflower, I do believe. Been here for a long time, except that Indian blood that I supposedly have running through my veins. I'm not going to sit there and stake claim on it and try to capitalize on it like Lizzie did, but these people, with their rhetoric with their racist rhetoric is more insulting to people of color than anything they claim the president has or has not done. It's a catfight in Congress. These freshman women and Nancy Pelosi, they ain't getting along too well. Wow, wow. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We haven't had too many phone calls this week. I've kept the phone lines kind of quiet. Let's uh, open them up. 877-895-5410. That's 877-895-5410. I have a little something that AOC has been spouting off. And then I've got an article. I watched uh, Tucker Carlson last night give his uh, explanation of Omarosa. 877-895-5410, Eight seven seven eight nine five fifty four ten, and we will be right back. Keep your food fresh and save money with VacuPack. Don't just wrap it, vacuum pack it. Tom Dolder of the Professional Marketing Group offers superior vacuum sealers. Their signature unit, VacuPack Elite, has proven the test of time and will outlast and outperform similar units on the market today. Store items such as coins, collectibles, pictures, silver, or copper with no tarnish, no freezer burn, no moldy cheese, lessen your food waste by 90%. VacuPack protects your food and items from oxidation Mold and Freezer Burn. Every unit they sell has an in-house warranty. Plus, Tom offers repair servicing and all accessories. Their motto? If we can't fix it, we don't sell it. Tom Dolder has been providing the best vacuum sealers in the industry for many years. Give Tom a call at 1-800-227-3769 and visit his website, vacuupack.com. That's V-A-C-U-Pack.com. Don't just wrap it, vacuum pack it.
2: right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack
3: of MyPillow premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 1-800-978-6168. Use promo code Bethan. For
2: the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
3: Return to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I was talking about these women in Congress, and there's a catfight. There's a cat fight going on, but they just say the stupidest things. Um, one of my favorites to pick on is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because she's so brilliant. You know, I have the article, and I've got it sitting in here. I've kept it. It was from November of last year. When she's explaining the three chambers three branches of government, and she fails every time she tries to explain it. She called it chambers, and she called it uh, the House and the Senate and the President. That was what she thinks the three chambers or branches of government are. So where did she go to school? She doesn't know about the legislative, the judicial, and the executive branches that are supposed to be double-checking each other and they're balancing things out. That's who's governing this nation. And she goes on her rants and her raves and her tears and she accuses everybody of everything of hate, hate, hate. You know, I don't buy it. She wouldn't be where she is if we were as bad a nation as she says we are. Why doesn't somebody ever point that out to her? Of course, it'll be because she's special and she works so very, very hard. Yeah, I think that's called the American dream. It's not that you're special, it's that you work hard. And I'm not sure how hard this woman works. She sure doesn't, uh, doesn't work too hard to understand the Constitution. Or does she? Because she's working very hard to obstruct and go around the Constitution. Well, now she's come out with, you know, she's wanted to get rid of ICE. Abolish ICE. We don't need them. They're a hate group. They do terrible things. Of course, what they're doing is, is executing the laws that were written by Congress. Why doesn't anybody point that out? They're not doing anything that's not the law. But because Congress won't enforce the law, they won't allow the president to enforce their laws... We've got a crisis and an invasion in this nation. Well, Alexandria Casillo cortez goes on as a freshman, and she believes she is open-minded to the idea of abolishing the Department of Homeland Security, one of many egregious mistakes made by the Bush administration. Now, I won't deny that Bush did a lot of things that were not constitutional, and I didn't care for, and this could be one of them. But to blame Bush for it alone is kind of silly. Obama was there for two uh, terms, and he didn't abolish it. It stayed about the same. So I had to do a little searching because I didn't know. The Homeland Security, of course, we do know that that was some of the things that took place after nine eleven. We had lots of things that took place after 9-11. But what they did was they combined 22 other departments that already existed. They didn't create them new. They just combined them and called them Homeland Security. And that is the U.S. Customs Service Treasury, the Immigration and Naturalization Service Justice, the Federal Protection Service. The Transportation Security Administration, which is from the Transportation Department. Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. That's from the Treasury. Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, part agriculture. Office of Domestic Preparedness. That was from Department of Justice, apparently. I'm just reading what it says here on these. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, which, you know, is FEMA, FEMA existed before and it's still there now. But it's under. The Umbrella of the Homeland Security, as is the Strategic National Stockpile of the National Disaster Medical System, that's HHS. The Nuclear Incident Response Team, the Domestic Emergency Support Teams, the National Domestic Preparedness Office, CBRN Countermeasures Programs, the Environmental Measurements Laboratory, National BW Defense Analysis Center. Plum Island Animal Disease Center, Federal Computer Incident Response Center, National Communications System, National Infrastructure Protection Center, Energy Security and Assurance Program, U.S. Coast Guard, and U.S. Secret Service. Those are all underneath Homeland Security. AOC wants to get rid of it. Now, does she just want to get rid of the umbrella, or does she want to get rid of everything? I don't think she even knows. She just spouts it off. Nothing changed under Obama. That doesn't mean necessarily that I like it. I'm just saying it didn't change. They employed under uh, uh, President Bush over 237 employees. That was in 2017. I'm sorry. So that would be under... The current president.
2: 237,000 employees.
3: What did I say?
2: Just 237.
3: Well, there are a few zeros here. (laughs) 237,000. I'm sorry. But under the uh, Obama administration in 2012, it had 230,000. So it hasn't really changed any from then to now. Um, But if AOC had her way, we'd have no security in this nation, I'm thinking. Now, under that umbrella is not the FBI and is not the CIA. You notice that. So why does the AOC say something like that? She wants to blame the Bush administration. You know, it's, it's just crazy what these lawmakers, or whatever you want to call them, come up with. There's no crisis at the border, but now there's a humanitarian crisis at the border, and President Donald Trump caused it, even though it's the laws and the loopholes that Congress implemented, legislated. Not the president. He cannot legislate. So if you ever come up to one of them, locally or otherwise, you let them know who made the law. You know, I'm I'm going to thank you guys, because if I wasn't here, I wouldn't be looking into some of this. And that's just the truth. I had my woke moment 15, 16, 20-some years ago, over 20 years ago now. I worked for Derry Brownfield for 15 years, and I've been at it for eight now. But I had a woke moment. But if I wasn't here day in and day out, I'd be better off (laughs) financially. I'd be I'd have a job that was getting a paycheck. But I wouldn't be looking this stuff up. Of course, I made Rudy do that. Rudy had to do my investigating today. We had a little computer issues today. Again, anybody wants to donate computers to the office with software, we'll take it. Tucker Carlson, he gets on something and and he does a lot of investigating. And I admire him for admitting this week that he was one of these. Now, that didn't happen in the office I worked because Derry Brownfield loved Ross Perot. And he said something happened. Ross Perot got out of the race because somebody threatened him or his family. Derry Brownfield believed it 100%. Something happened. Which tells you how unusual Donald Trump is. The President Donald Trump would put up with everything that he's put up with, with Congress and the media and Hollywood, you know, because they all know how to live perfectly. Anyway, Tucker Carlson went off on Omar. And I want to share some of this with you because I think you should understand what has happened. Omar was an immigrant that was saved from Somalia and she hates the nation she's supposedly representing in Congress why do you think that would be well she got her school in here so as Tucker would say you can't blame her you gotta blame us you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. There's a cat fight in Congress, and it's kind of entertaining. 877-895-5410. We will be right back. fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources, or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America, and so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home.
4: There's nothing wrong with global communication. Public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only 750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send seven fifty to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri. 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. A moments from a founding father. Perpetual death. Thomas Jefferson warned us of this. We must not let our rulers load us up with perpetual debt. The U.S. lives on debt. Our fiat money is nothing more than IOUs, promissory notes a genius crime over a hundred years ago congress relinquished their duty to manage our economy and currency to a non-related government outsider the federal reserve congress also decided to put the burden of income tax on we the people life in america changed today the taxes we pay are a substantial percentage of our personal incomes the federal reserve controls the economy and currency by debt, and thus debt became accepted rather than rejected Thomas Jefferson's warning, we must not let our rulers load us up with perpetual debt. Rulers, D.C. occupiers, elected officials, career politicians, the two-party system is now a monopoly. Congress is corrupt. We, the people, must demand Congress to stop the
0: perpetual debt. 202-224-3121. Make your voice heard.
4: Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation. Support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. My Pillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com, All-American Market button. And always use the promo code, Bethann.
3: you're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going to go to the phone lines. We have Roger in New Mexico. Roger, how are you today?
1: Just fine. I want to say something about Ross Perot. Few people know this. Uh, in the mid-60s, I worked at Texas, it's in Dallas, Texas. I'm driving along one day, and there's this huge uh, bulletin board by Ross Perot. And it says, I want to thank the employees of my company for making us such a resounding success. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Isn't Roscoe. that
3: awesome? Isn't that awesome?
1: That's the first I ever heard of him. So from the oh, really? you know, I knew this is a great man, a great American. He was. But one last thing. He was for sure. He got a rough. He got run over by the deep state, and you uh, know this. He know you know he got pushed out by the deep state because of this. After the presidential debates, or after the election. They had a—the Congress had a bipartisan—the key word, bipartisan, what a corrupt (laughs) word—bipartisan committee rules that they will no longer have third-party candidates in presidential debates. Sorry. Yeah, he
3: was whooping them all on the debate team there when he was on there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he he was speaking the truth. We did and had he run, I think if Trump. he'd have
3: run third party, I think he could have won. And I, I believe President Donald Trump could have won on third party.
1: I'm not sure I think because if they'd, the deep state I, have,
3: well, you know, well, you're right about that. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for listening.
3: Bye. You're, you're, you're more than welcome. You know, like I said earlier in the week, this two-party system is a monopoly. And uh, they 're running things, and they in, of themselves I believe are are doing us an injustice. I have someone on Facebook that made this comment. he said, "Cat fights about power, not principles, and he 's got that right he said it 's not principles for the American agenda of a of a weakened anemic constitutional republic." We still have a lot of unselfish patriots who are not apathetic about the blessed future of a great America. And that is awesome. Thank you so much for those who said that on, for the one who said that on Facebook. I'm not going to give your name. Well, Tucker went off on Omar because of some of the hateful things Omar has been saying about this country. We're just a horrible bunch of people. We're bigots. We're racists. We're just terrible says, Tucker said, our country rescued Omar from the single worst place on earth. We didn't do it to get rich. In fact, it cost us money. We did it because we are kind people. How did Omar respond to the remarkable gift we gave her? She scolded us and called us names. She showed us with contempt. It's infuriating, but more than that, it's also ominous. Omar may be from another country, but she sh- she learned young that crying racist pays. The bigger question is, who taught her that? She didn't uh, arrive from Kenyan refugee camp announcing people as bigots for a political campaign. She wasn't always a professional victim. That is a learned behavior. Now these are quotes from Tucker Carlson, last night. In some ways, the real villain in the Omar story isn't Omar. It is a group of our fellow Americans, our cultural gatekeepers, who stoke the resentment of new arrivals and turn them into grievance mongers like Omar. The left did that to her and to us. Blame them first, Tucker says. You know, he goes on, he says it's remarkable. In a very new development, just a few years ago, even the most liberal Democrats in Congress felt obligated to at least say patriotic things about America. They may not have felt it, but they at least said it in front of the cameras. Now it's routine to hear Democratic presidential candidates question the basic legitimacy of the United States. Even the supposed moderate Joe Biden. He says that should worry you. No country can survive being ruled by people who hate it. Think about that. Tucker's absolutely correct. We deserve better, and we do. (laughs) For all of our country's flaws, this is still the best place in the world. Most immigrants know that, and that is why they come here. It's also why... We've always been glad to have them here. We like people who love us. But now, there are signs that some people who move here from abroad don't like this country at all. As we told you, he says, one of those people now serves in Congress, and he's talking about Omar. Omar. But if you listen, I'm not going to continue to read his... You can go YouTube that if you want to watch that from last night. It was really good. Really good. But if you listen to all of these freshmen, these three women, they hate this nation. And they've got Pelosi saying horrible things about this nation. The ones who are dividing, on on the very end of this article, he says... Uh, oh, it's a different article then. They're the ones who are dividing a nation. They're the ones doing that. I was, oh, I know what it was. It was um, the article I had on Pelosi and the very last paragraph, and it was written by, and I've just come to really love this writer. Her name is Carrie Pickett. She says, Speaker Pelosi, you are a public servant. Oh, they hate to be called that. And your moral compass is broken. Choosing rhetoric, this is her rhetoric about the president wants to make America white again, that insinuates our president is leading the country based on race is irresponsible and, quite frankly, dangerous. It is you and others like you in leadership that are dividing this country. And I put down... Intentionally, they are intentionally dividing this nation. They don't want you to like me. You're tall, I'm short. I'm white, you're not. They don't want you to like me. I'm female, you're male, or something. They don't like it. They don't want us to come together, people who have different ideas, different aspects, and think up new, better. Ideas. They don't want that. It's their way or the highway. And their way is globalism. Their way is socialism. That's why they claim being a nationalist is being a racist. You know, we've had numerous people of color in this nation fighting our wars in this nation. And I think it's an insult to them. I know it's an insult to them to make statements like Pelosi made, to continually hammer that we are a racist nation. That doesn't mean we don't have bigoted and racist people, for which I believe these who are pointing fingers are. They'll point the fingers at hate when they're the ones who hate. Omar is an angry, they say she's very mean, and I believe it, person. She will do anything for a buck. Are you watching? She's already in trouble. And so is AOC. So when they're talking about the rich, the only thing they have against the rich is that they're not. Or they're pretending not to be. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We have some phone calls. Joe, thank you for being patient. We'll get to you as soon as we come back from this break. 877-895-5410. I love this nation, and I'm proud to be called an American. And we will be right back. Founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place in time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as The
2: They'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else.
3: The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a sixty-day money-back guarantee and a ten-year warranty. Right now you can get your very own by calling one 800 Nine seven eight six one six eight, and use the promo code Beth Ann to get thirty percent off plus free shipping. When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family, Liberty. Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. All that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code Bethann to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way. 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Joe from Arkansas. Joe, thank you for your patience. It's good to hear from you.
2: Yeah, hey, good to talk to you again. And uh, I'm going to say something about Ilhan Omar. And I think sometimes she says things that are true, but for absolutely a bad, well, with absolutely a bad motive and for the wrong reason. You know, sometimes she says the right thing for the I wrong can accept reason. accept that. Yeah. <clears throat> And, uh like, for instance, what I'm talking about is when she says that there's a lot of people in this country, you know, that have kind of controlled foreign policy for the benefit of Israel, and they're more loyal to Israel than they are to America, which I think is true. I think that uh, American foreign policy has largely been hijacked to serve the interests of Israel more than the interests of America. But she's not saying that because she's a loyal American. She's saying that because she wants (laughs) to hijack our government and hijack our foreign policy to serve the interests of the Muslims. And personally, I think we shouldn't be on either side of the whole thing. You know, George Washington said that the whole world is a hotbed of endless conflicts, and we ought to stay out of them. And I suppose one of the oldest conflicts of the whole world is a con- this conflict between the Judeans and the Persians, you know, Israel and the er- and the Iran. And uh, personally, I think we ought to stay out of it instead of coming in on either side of it. But it seems like you know this whole political establishment, just about everybody, seems to think we got to come on one side or the other. And seems like the whole Republican party pretty much thinks we got to support israel and the whole democrat party now seems to think we got to support iran and support the muslims and you know why why in the hell can't our foreign policy you know not serve so about reasons, america but why can't it be decided on what's good for america <laughs> i mean
3: how well, now that, you sound like <laughs> a nationalist
2: People here in arkansas and in kansas and nebraska and iowa and places like that what difference <laughs> does it make to them you know this uh, whole Dispute between Israel and Iran, for
3: instance. <laughs> hmm. Interesting, interesting, and and I don't I don't disagree with you a hundred percent. There, I mean, she, uh, you know, she's not a hundred percent wrong. But it's like you said, it's not because she's wanting to support America. She hates America, and she's just pretty much come right out and makes. So you know why she ran for office? So she can change this nation. So she can turn this nation into another direction, and it's not a free nation. She yeah, wants to she turn wants it into where she came mission. from, and that couldn't have been good. That's why she escaped.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, she's she wants quick to, to take it, this country for Islam. Yeah, That's and and she wants done. to
3: take, and while she's doing it, she's going to take advantage of everything she can and get as rich as she possibly can.
2: Have you ever thought of running for Congress, Bethann? You're a very uh, good public speaker. I think you'd have a good chance.
3: <laughs> well, I have thought about it. For a nanosecond. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I think, oh, no, okay. I don't think I want to go that far. But, you know, it's, it's, you never know what, what might turn out. I've, I've been kidding them around here that I'm going to run for mayor.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, you, you know, might really appeal to the people in your district.
3: Well, we'll see about that. We just have to wait and see. Thank you. Thank you for that compliment. I okay, appreciate thank that. Thank you. Speaking of getting rich... And I have some other things I wanted to talk about. We are going to run out of time. But um, speaking of getting rich, Joe Biden, he's there. He has arrived. never I don't know that he was ever poor. But since 2016, since the election, <laughs> he has gained $15 million in income. So I'm guessing that President Donald Trump's been pretty good for Joe Biden, hasn't he? He's had speaking engagements that go into six figures. Some of those are universities, by the way, you know, where our children can't afford to go to school, but they can afford to pay somebody like Joe Biden, you know, what is he? what is it, the amount they were spending on him, it was, I circled it somewhere, um, anyway, it was six figures on the uh, uh, speaking, and he did it now in his defense, you know, he did a couple of speaking engagements that were he dozens it says dozen, a dozen speaking engagements that were only around twenty five thousand, sixty six thousand dollars. so he didn't make as much on those. I don't know how he got his airfare out of that, you know. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty sorry for these people, can't you tell? But he 's not alone. He is the richest right now of those running for president. It says in January that uh, Mr. Biden visited the battleground state of Florida for a speaking engagement in Fort Lauderdale, where he was paid an honorarium of $134,933 from the Performing Arts Center Authority. During November, the swing through the Bay Area of California, an important Super Tuesday state that is also home for Kamala Harris. But Biden gave four speeches there receiving a half a million dollars in fees, a half a million dollars in fees for four speeches. I don't know. What about his talk is worth a half a million dollars? How much does his speechwriter get? I can write speeches. How much does his speechwriter get? Well, it goes on in this article, and if I can find my little marks here. Here it is. According to the recent figures from the Center for Responsive Politics, Ms. Warren reported a net worth between four point nine million and eleven million dollars, this is the poor little Pocahontas who got special treatment because she was putting down that she was Native American. Miss Harris reported a range of one point nine million to six million that 's a big difference, one point nine million to six million, as is four point nine to eleven million <laughs> and Bernie Sanders disclosed that he's between. Seven hundred and twenty-nine thousand $1.8 million. But now remember, Bernie's rich because he wrote a book. You have to remember that. And also, also Joe Biden and his wife, they've got a book deal that they have made. And that's part of their big millions was their book deal. It was a, a three-book deal. A trilogy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've got two books. Two books and I can't get them written. Uh, my husband said, they're not writing their own books. You're trying to write your own book. So anyway, my conclusion is that Trump's been very good for these people. They're millionaires now. But they hate this country. If you buy that for one second, they hate you. They love what they're doing. They love making money. They love giving speeches for half a million dollars. Of course, that was four speeches in his defense. What do you love? You know, we watch this catfight, and it's kind of entertaining, but it's really sad. It's not doing anyone any good, just like the Facebook guy said. It's all about power. In order to get speaker, she's she's turned this table on herself. In order to get speaker of the house, she promised these freshmen who were not going to vote for her prominent positions on committees. It's her own fault. Come on, Mama, put down the hammer. Get the paddle out. Tell them who's boss. You know what? We need to tell them who's boss. And it isn't Nancy Pelosi, it isn't Omar, it isn't Alexandria Casio Cortez. They're just loud. You're the boss. There is a solution. We, the people, are the only ones who can bring America home.
0: home. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business.
3: CSC Talk Radio is making available two pocket-sized booklets which will arm you with the truth. President Lincoln said study the Constitution, let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaim the legislatures and enforced in courts of justice. The Citizen's Rule Book is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Bill of Rights, our Constitution, and much more, explaining our rules. A must-read and a convenient to carry. Keep one in your pocket, one in your car, and one in your purse. The second punch of power is Sheriff Richard Mack's victory for state sovereignty. Understanding that our states rights supersede federal laws and mandates is vital and valuable information the supreme court victory of mac prince versus usa is a victory for all states five dollars will put power in your pocket order now send five dollars to csc talk
4: radio timely credible thoughtful discussion without the partisan outrage this is the loving liberty radio network